Hello, awesome people, and welcome back to our podcast. I hope everyone is fine. Hope you're doing great. I hope you're happy. I hope you're feeling loved. Welcome to the community. Okay, so today um I would like to talk about um the relationship between um homosexuality and other sexualities with um the religion that is the religious views of homosexuality okay um a lot of members of the community uh actually find it hard to open up if i had to accept who they are basically going to depression and um self-rejection due to their religious beliefs because somehow it's as if um religion actually governs um, world decisions and our pri- um, personal decisions about life. When you want to do things, you, uh, you as a religious person, try to consider like what are the implications. Is it a sin? Is it haram? What is God or Allah going to think about what I'm about to do? So, religion kind of governs most decisions that we make, and you find that most of the constitutions and laws governing countries and states are. Um, are biased based on religious views. Okay, so now um, our religious beliefs kind of prevent a lot of us from accepting who we are, accepting the major part of. Some of us have already accepted that our feelings are natural; they are innate. But then we still find it hard to accept ourselves, accept that that part of us as who we are, and we find it hard we find it hard to go into relationships to express these feelings to be in a relationship with someone to get married to adopt you know because we feel like um we condemn ourselves based on these our beliefs we condemn ourselves we condemn our thoughts condemn our feelings so a lot of us find it hard to move forward and even when some of us go into a relationship with um of the opposite sex um outside our sexuality we still feel kind of um we still feel um kind of guilty and how to put it we still feel feels kind of guilty and like we're betraying ourselves like we're not doing the right thing like we're deceiving ourselves so i'm just going to point out some religious historical background and some religions that are accepting just some few points so i carried out just few research even though before now i've already known some of this because at some point i said questioning um my beliefs i was caught up in that part where i i thought of like kind of um to make a decision to know whether i should drop religion or whether I should drop my sexuality. So I think we shouldn't even be at that crossroad where we have to choose between religion and our sexuality because um our sexuality should be independent of our religion. I don't know how I'm going to I don't know how I'm going to understand it or to make it less offensive or less um controversial. But I feel like we can align both our sexuality and our religion. So um 
in the Islam in Islamic um, community in Islamic religion, homosexual relationships were generally tolerated in pre-modern um, Isla- Islamic religion. I used to say that um, in ancient times, the Islams never had like anything against homosexuality. It was never criminalized. People engage in homosexual relationships before, and just like in every other culture back in those ancient times that was bc um those relationships were common between older men and younger men older men being the, um being um the active participants while the younger men being the passive participants so it was really common back in the, in the day so the islam's never had like a reason to condemn it until the ottoman empire during the 1850s where it was criminalized by um certain emperor so the in the quran the quran narrated the story of the people of lot just like in the holy bible in christianity about um sodom and gomorrah we all know that the quran the torah of um the Torah of Judaism and the Holy Bible of Christianity um, are very, very similar. They have um, similar stories. So the Quran narrated the story of the people of Lot, and they made mention of sexual misconduct by the men of the city who um, wanted to um, engage in sexual relationship, sexual relationship with the messengers sent by God. Now, same-sex relationship is legal in Mali, Niger, Turkey, Iraq, and Burkina Faso, and some other countries where um, Islamic religion is um, has um, a majority. Now, I was more shocked when I found that. It, um, since the relationship is like in Iraq, because as we all know, Iraq is also in the Middle East, and we all know how um, Islamic religions are there. And Iraq is um, governed by Islamists, so by Islam religious groups. So I was kind of surprised, but I think all this um, are due to colonization. Homosexual relationships between females is legal in Kuwait and Turkmenistan and some few other countries. And in these countries, homosexual relationships between males were are still illegal. Now the Quran does not state where Muhammad punished anyone for homosexuality, just like Jesus never condemned anyone for being a homosexual. But that doesn't mean that in the Quran that just in the Quran that that part where um the people of Lot were destroyed, the city was destroyed. Um it, it was blamed on the acts of homosexuality proposed by the people of Lot who wanted to engage in sexual relations relations relation with um the messengers sent by God. 
Iran carries out more sex change operations than any other nation in the world, except for Thailand. Now, Iran in Iran, they support um, trans people a lot. Like, though before I think before two thousand eight or so, um, trans people were kind of um, discriminated in Iran, and you know rejection from families and then they found it hard to get jobs so a lot of them went into sex work but then due to how sex work um exposing them to violence and abuses plus diseases so around 2008 or so the government decided to sponsor um, most of their reassignment surgery their sex change surgery and um, signing to law that discrimination against trans people are illegal. So they criminalize discrimination against trans people. So in Iran now, if you discriminate, um, if you um, discriminate a trans individual, you are definitely going to get punished according to the law. So Iran is kind of like one of the top countries that recognizes trans people to the extent that they can allow you to change your the gender or your ID to change your name or your gender and your ID your certificate including your death certificate so kudos to Iran but that doesn't I don't think that stopped that has stopped a lot of them from discrimination though Now in Christianity and Judaism, some name, some denominations within Christianity are accepting of homosexuality. Example: the United Church of Christ, the Metropolitan Community Church, the Presbyterian Anglican Church, and I think recently the United um, Methodist Church, that's worldwide Methodist Church, um, recently um, um, agreed that. Um, Members of the clergy were homosexual can be ordained priests. So now most of these churches are actually in the West, ten parts of the world. Like in America, most churches in America are accepting of LGBT people. And a lot of churches in Europe too. In Judaism, reform Judaism are accepting of LGBT people and go as far as incorporating them as rabbis and sometimes carry out gay marriage in their churches. That is for Reformed Judaism, because in Judaism, there are also um, different um, groups in Judaism. There's Reformed Judaism, there's Conservative Judaism, there's Orthodox Judaism. It's like in Christianity, there are Catholics, Anglicans, Methodists, um, Presbyterians, Protestants. And in the Muslim, the Islamic religion, there are the Shiites and the Sunnis. So it's like every religion is kind of divided in some way. The Torah of Judaism condemns same-sex acts in, Levit- in Leviticus. Now, um, if you don't know this, know now that the Torah of Judaism is the Old Testament in the, um, the Christian's Holy Bible. So the book of Leviticus condemns same-sex acts. The part that says that when a man has sexual relationship with another man, 
he will be stoned to death and the death um and the death the blood will be upon their heads so um that part is also one of the major causes of homophobia in the religious societies but the but recently um scholars believe that there might be changes due to mistranslations of the text we know that um early translations of the hebrew holy books were not kind of um were not um accurate since it was it was not easy to directly translate hebrew the ancient hebrew to english so it had to be translated to multiple languages before it was before it got translated to english so if you read the history of the bible we find out that a lot of um pieces of the bible were mistranslated that's why today we have different versions um, we have the good news the king james new translation new community so many translations everyone's trying to um find um, a perfect and correct accurate translation of the bible since the modern hebrews can directly translate from hebrew to english unlike the ancient hebrews where it was very difficult since they use size symbols The Roman Catholic Church, the Eastern Orthodox, Oriental Orthodox Church, the United Methodist Church welcome LGBT people, but teach that homosexual acts are sinful. Yes, the, homos- um, the Roman Catholic Church are accepting of LGBTQ people. In fact, the Catechism, the Roman Catholic Catechism, teaches that um, we shouldn't discriminate members of the LGBT community, we should accept them and love them. And they actually acknowledge the fact that homosexuality is in it, that human sexuality, homosexuality and other sexualities are natural, okay? But the act that is engaging in sex, in sexual activities with people of the same sex is a sin. Okay, because that's what the Bible says. But they believe that the, the attraction, the urges, sexual desires are natural. A lot of churches in America and UK are accepting of queer individuals. The United Church of Christ and the Alliance of Baptists and yeah, the Alliance of Baptists condone gay marriage. And this church is um, um organized um gay marriages, sports, gay marriages, they wed gay couples in their churches. Jean Robinson and Mary Glasspool are openly homosexual bishops in the U.S. Episcopal Church. And Eva Brune is also a bishop in Lutheran Church of Sweden. The Roman Catholic Church acknowledges homosexual attractions as innate or natural in their catechism. But stated that homosexual homosexuals should practice chastity. Yeah, um, the Roman Catholic Church um, proposed that since homosexuality and other sexualities is innate, since human sexuality is innate and natural, that um, members of the LGBT community should practice chastity, that is, abstain from any sexual activity. Hinduism does not have a centralized text or authority. 
So homosexuality is never directly forbidden in any Hindu religious text. But Hindus in the ancient times were open to human sexuality. Yeah, I think Hindus are one of the most... Um, I think um, Hinduism is the w- one religion that it's very, very accepting of LGBTQ people, at least in recent times. Because um, a lot of leaders in, the, in Hindus have been questioned on sexuality and they've been like really neutral about the whole the whole situation and they actually accept all they know is that if you if you um want to worship God, come and worship God, no matter who you are. And Hindus recognize ten gender and intersex individuals. So also there are other religions like um Buddhism Sequacism and I hope I pronounced that correctly <laughs> and other religion. So the thing is the thing you have to understand is that when it comes to religion, the views are biased. Sometimes you start to wonder, is it really God um is it really God that um you know bring up the views and the rules or is it the people? Because find out that the the religious views are divided, okay? Some denominations are in support, while some denominations are against. I feel that um, in modern times, people are more accepting of members of the LGBT community than in the past in some religions. Okay? And I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't know, but um, do you think God will be happy. You think God is happy that people are being homophobic, people are being violent, people are being hateful to um, fellow humans based on sexuality, using the Bible, the Quran, the Torah as an excuse for their to justify their hate. I don't think God will be happy about that. Because Christ made it clear that love is the greatest law. Love is above everything. Okay? So when people hate and justify it with um, the Holy Bible or the Quran or the Torah, I always call them out. Because I think one of the reasons why this is prevalent throughout history is because people keep quiet about it. Everyone is afraid of what might happen. Like in some Muslim countries where um, homosexuals and gay activists um, are sentenced to death, some get pushed off through the roof of a very tall building to fall and then die. But I feel like um, if we don't speak up about, if we don't speak up against all these discriminations, that it gets worse because the young ones tend to learn from their elders and then find that the hate becomes more toxic um, and intense. But then I'm glad that in recent times people are more accepting. Now there are um, um, in mythologies that is in myths there are LGBTQ related um, stories. There are so many of them, so many. And there's been debates whether myths 
wherever we are, or just made up stories for um for, um, for folk tales. Okay, there's so many stories, and all these you know a lot of these stories were written way way back. Some of them were written BCs, ADs, so people kind of get confused whether. But I think most scholars believe that um, this proves that back in the years people were more accepting of human sexuality. People were um, were accept accepting of the diversity in human sexuality. But with time, people start you know, being biased about the whole thing and then subjecting their bias on other people. Now, in Egypt, the story of Set and Horus. Set is the god of deserts, and Horus is the sky god who struggled for power and superiority. Now, they engaged in some kind of sexual relation when they were struggling for power. And some gods in Egypt, especially the gods of fertility, were males with press. Now, this kind of um, validates um, people being intersex and trans many female pharaohs and goddesses were depicted with male genitalia now we've all heard of um i think um this is where um she males the term she males and stuff like that um they're coming from okay originated from but i think all these validates um intersex people uh, uh intersex um siblings and our trans siblings and um chinese mythology is rich in stories um based on homosexuality i think i think one one beautiful thing about china is how they try so much to retain culture and in order to do that they also retain stories all um stories of the past they have so many mythologies paintings and artifacts that points out um, um what um the cultures in the ancient times were like so a lot of the mythologies are rich in stories based on homosexuality and they are not they don't actually censor it yes we tell all those stories through today even to the young ones in christian mythologies the story of david and jonathan is believed to be homoerotic Though most Christians believe that it was only a platonic relationship. Now, um, I've heard that before that David and Jonathan in the Bible have something going on because um, a verse in the Bible pointed out that David um, loved Jonathan with a love that a man would have for a woman. So, but we don't know um, what. Um, that the translations, Bible translations, are not always clear. A lot of things are, a lot of things are said metaphorically, while some are literal translations. But then who knows? The story of Ruth and Naomi is thought to be a lesbian relationship, and that is also another story I heard one time. Story of Ruth and Naomi. And to today, the vow Ruth made to Naomi is used um, at lesbian weddings. 
I think that's kind of something fun. I think today's um, topic is fun and super interesting, and then it also leaves us with so many questions. But then I believe that our sexuality shouldn't contrast to our religious beliefs. Okay, I believe that um, we're all created with with love and. Above all, we should love each other as we love ourselves, which is the most important thing, it's the most important law. And the love, um, the members of the LGBT, um, LGBTQ community have for each other doesn't criminate um, anyone. They don't hurt anyone in the environment. They also don't hurt themselves. I think that's that is the point I always bring out when I debate with my friends and with people who are being homophobic or bringing up homophobic topics. I tell them that me as a man loving another man doesn't hurt anyone. It doesn't hurt us. We don't get um, any kind of um, um, harm. It doesn't harm us in any way and it doesn't harm anybody in this society. Okay? So I don't see the point why it should be restricted in any way, why it should be criminalized. And as long as it's between two consenting adults, then why then should it be criminalized? Why then should it be, should it be thought as some kind of disease or mental illness when the members involved are in their right minds? Okay, so I believe, if you believe in God, God loves you for who you are. If you believe in Allah, Allah loves you for who you are. If you believe in Buddha, Buddha loves you for who you are. If you believe in whoever you believe in, whoever you believe in, I believe that um, you're seen as perfect. I just wish that um, the gods we believe in communicate to us directly. It would have been easier. And, but then, well, God knows best. So thank you very much for joining me today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any contribution, you can also you can send an email to querospodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Instagram at queros underscore podcast. We await your message. If you have anything you want us to talk about, anything any topic you want us to this course you can send it in for us to review and also recommend this podcast to your friends share it to any queer groups you're in and don't forget to tune in next time okay thank you so much love you know that you're loved know that you're perfect know that you're okay know that there's nothing wrong with you you're normal you don't have a disease you're not possessed okay So thank you very much for joining. Bye.